look at that adorable face across the comics table from me. Oh my god, your beard is looking great. How are you over there, sweet tea? Oh, I'm great. I'm doing good. Welcome, how everybody. You, how are you, sweet pea? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, welcome to the comics table. I'm Patrick. I'm Tristan. And we have got quite an episode for you tonight. Yeah. We're hanging out in I, New York City. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, very excited. New York City. Uh, we just did our first uh, comics table sanctioned mic on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. It was a rousing success, I think. I think so. I, I think we'll have many more. Uh, and uh, invite only initially. So yeah. if you didn't get invited, that's because uh, you suck. Yeah, we don't like you, and we you don't support us in yeah. our podcast or our dreams. Yeah. So that's why you didn't get to perform, Mom. That's not true, actually. It's it's we don't have a curtain, right? We don't have yeah. a curtain yet. Once we get the curtains in that room, Every, that is going to be a banging. It's going to open room. it up. And uh, I got some chi- I got some uh, some uh, chips coming. I got some oh, like, stickers coming. Like poker chips like swag. Yeah, swag. And uh, what else? Uh, uh, dildos, like comics table oh, dildos. Nice. Yeah, 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 it's gonna be so. It's gonna be great. The comics table logo just runs up the veiny shaft. Yeah, it's gonna thing. be have our podcast inside of you. Yeah, yeah. I think that people do use this podcast for that purpose. Like they whack off to it. Totally. Like I can think of a couple people that probably do. Phil Valentine, Corey Tindall. Those guys are definitely. Getting turned on. People that were at the mic. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those are there. People guys. that have actually rated the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it when you guys now rate us. Now that you've rated the podcast, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, we're no. making love to them with these new dildos. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, oh, that's a great question. Yeah. I did think that the mic uh, has things that we can change about it, but it was a, it was a great mic. We had all our favorite people in the room, a lot of love, uh, and we'll be back every week Thursdays at the V Spot, uh, and I think it's going to be really wonderful. It's going to be so wonderful. Mm-hmm. I realize I hate hosting mics. Oh yeah, you hate it. You hate it so much. It was a good time when it was a good time mm. when we were doing that, but. Mm-hmm. Keep talking, big guy. <laughs> Did you enjoy ho- the hosting I, you portion? Know, yeah, I love it. It's been a bit. It's been a bit since I hosted a mic. I've been generally hosting like late night at Broadway to uh, groups of people that are not from this mm-hmm. city, and uh, that's a whole nother kind of experience, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you'd rather be at a mic than some of those shows. No, man, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? Actually, a great show that I went to was uh, this Friday, mm. a show that you and, and Jeff McBride put on. Oh, um, uh, he if, for people I'm that don't know, I'm surprised you want to talk about this. Sometimes you don't want to talk about my. Well, shows. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm happy to talk about you know the things that you do. It's just that with Jeff and Bride included, I mean, we know that things. He's not that funny of a person, mm-hmm. and uh, he has a podcast that's very uh, oh, inferior God. to what ours. What a piece of shit podcast! Yeah, that wh- is. let's talk about sets. Ugh. That's like that's supposed to be clever, the I fucking guess. Theme song, yeah, where they're uh, in interjecting the word sets where yeah. they say sex I, in I, the original. I haven't listened to it because, like, why would you? But I think. Um, uh, it's just him and Harrison Tweed blowing each other for like two yeah. hours. Yeah, and they, the the mouth sounds yeah. are horrible. Oh, but I am going to be on it. Yeah. I am going to be on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, chat, well, I can't wait to hear it. We talked about uh, what do we talk about? We talked about uh, um, taboo. Yeah, yeah. But I think um, Mark Norman was on right after me. Uh-huh. So once they're done filleting him on social media, then eventually they'll I'll, play your episode. Yeah, I think that's. Are they going to put his episode out first? Oh yeah, of course they are. Even though they recorded it after, because we do sequential. We keep we stay true. Right. We 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 stay we stay true. Mm-hmm. And 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 right now we have we have a, a guest who was was on your Friday show. Yeah. Closed it out. Killed it. Um, he will be the latest episode. We're not going to put anybody else before him no. or promote anybody over him because no. he's a great guest. Yeah. Who do we have today, Patrick? Ladies and gents, today we have Anthony DeVito, everybody. What's oh, up, Anthony? What's going on, guys? Thanks you, so you, much for coming yeah, today. Yeah, thank you. How'd no you like problem. that painful opening that we, we do? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're hot riffs yeah. and sometimes we just look at each other and we're like, somebody please shoot yeah. us now. A painful <laughs> pattern. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the baby voice up front. Yeah. I was... Thank uh, you. I re- <laughs> I really was just wondering, because you, you had Kevin on the podcast. I was just wondering about him sitting here while, did you do all that while he was here? I'm trying to remember if Kevin was in the room or Kevin did he just, show up Kevin late? just dominated the yeah. conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah, just, 
You know, you, so Anthony's talking just, about Kevin Brennan. Yeah. Which, right. who you've, if you haven't heard that episode, please do check please it out. Please listen to it. He yeah. just drops real opinion bombs. And we just, we just <laughs> sat back and just like let it happen, you know? Somebody, <laughs> yeah. There's no getting in the way of that. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. He's, he's a powerhouse of opinions. Somebody did call <laughs> us out. They were like, yeah, at one point Kevin was saying that like no women are funny. And you guys were just like, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, we're being held hostage by this presence right. in the room. Uh, you you could just go it's along like, with it. It's like, well, I don't agree with that, but you've been doing it for like 30 years, so right. maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't right. know. Yeah. You know. It's such a, I know the exact spot you guys are talking. Yeah. It's such a tough spot to be in because you're like, well, this goes against everything fundamentally yeah. I believe in. Right. But what the fuck am I going to say? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for 45 minutes, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're a seller comic, Anthony. Sure. I assume you got passed, what, two years ago or something? Uh, no. Um, last uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So not a year yet. Almost a yeah, year. Yeah. Almost a year. So you're the new guy. Passed on the drunkenest day of the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lucky me. Was that me. your first set on St. Patty's Day? Or you, um, you got the news that you were passed on St. Patty's no, Day? No, no, no. I, uh, so sh- I guess Esty had seen uh, the my Cole Bear set. Uh-huh. And uh, it, that was like a week before. And then, um, you know, cause, you know, the way the seller works, usually it's a couple recommendations or whatever. Yeah. So um, uh, Michelle Wolf, I believe, and John Fish have been trying to get me in there for years. And I, cool. that place is just so intimidating. Yeah. Even to just walk in, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I just was always like, oh, whenever the time comes, that's it. I'm never going to press that. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, Michelle just texted me like the night before and she was like, you have an audition at the cellar tomorrow night. Wow. And uh, yeah, I, it speaking, was. Speaking of Michelle, yeah, uh, yeah. Kevin Brennan just slammed her. <laughs> oh, I bet. Episode, I bet he did. <laughs> I know, if I was in the room, I, you know, she's one of my good friends. And if I was in the room, her. I'd be like, you got a couple good points there, Kevin. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, uh, and he but, didn't slam her in a good way. I, uh, yeah, I can't. I, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, wait, so so your audition set was on St. Patty's Day night? My Yeah, it was on St. Patrick's Ooh. Day night. Uh, yeah, I got lucky because I had just done Colbert a week before. Yeah. So for me, it was like nothing is going to... Normally, that would have shook me to yeah. do an audition, right? Especially on St. Patrick's Day. It's a late show. They're drunk. Yeah. They're yeah. whatever. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but uh, I had done Col- That's not going to be edited, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, um, so, the, yeah, the week before I'd done Colbert. So, because like that was so nerve wracking, I was looser than I normally would have been for oh, the yeah, audition. So, like, I just benefited a lot from that. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, Michelle is, um, you know, she's on her way to becoming a star. Yeah. So, I think it helps a lot that she was. I mean, um, she yeah, she's who recommended me. She's yeah. got a Netflix special, right? She's got uh, HBO. she's got something HBO just now came Holy out. Holy crap! That we got a weird. notification on we the sure computer. Did. Um, yeah. That, oh, that's Kevin Brennan Kevin? dialing in now. Say. He's like, I heard Michelle's <laughs> name. Fuck her. Women aren't funny. Pass me my raisin bread. <laughs> that's a fun thing to have on a podcast. The <laughs> yeah. Kevin Brennan live feed. Yeah, <laughs> where only he can call in. I think <laughs> that would be an amazing thing. I think, I think we, we pitched him. If we pitched him, hey Kevin, we'll text you the main points that have come up during yeah. the podcast if you'd like to refute any right. of them just just call just, in just yeah right you get a live feed of the the podcast yeah that's a great idea uh, <laughs> well so michelle's that's great so you've yeah. known her a long time yeah i've known michelle michelle i think started before or no no not before but michelle probably started like a year or two after me uh-huh. i want to say interesting and uh yeah she just hit it hard and she's just i don't know anyone that like works like she does yeah and how long has it been for you uh about eight and a half years something like that nice. yeah yeah, uh, always love watching you. You killed it the other night. Oh, thanks, thanks man. Yeah, thanks they were that show. fucking unbelievable, that crowd. I was eating tacos and drinking whiskey and just watching you do it. Yeah. It was really fun. In the middle of your set, you took a moment to, you, you just told us, you're like, I got to work out some topical jokes. Yeah. Hope you guys don't mind. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, tell- yeah, that was the best when you're just like, <laughs> I've just got some shit coming up. That didn't work. Yeah. This one did. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like a thing where like, I don't normally do topical jokes. But I had to do them for this like uh, unaired pilot thing that's yeah. kind of happening yeah. uh, at the cellar that they're filming. So, and it's also it's like, well, I have to say something or else people are going to be like, "Did he lose his mind? Uh-huh. Like, why is he all of a sudden just talking about the news?" Uh-huh. So it's like I don't know. I get very. Uh, 
I, I would say to a fault, probably too like aware of the audience. I think that, I think that works. So I think they but, appreciate that when you yeah, kind of acknowledge yeah. that. I think people yeah. are weirded out when you just don't. When you just roll stuff. over, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's such yeah. a departure. It's like, oh, the whole set is p- personal or like point of view driven. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, did you hear North Korea's in the Olympics game? <laughs> like, it's like, what am I doing? All of a sudden, yeah. right? Yeah. In this crowd, they're very like young creative, so they appreciate yeah. it. I think they like seeing behind the curtain. Yeah, well, yeah, and that, yeah. That's probably one of the most challenging transitions. Like if you're hosting a show right and you're just doing crowd work right. to start it off yeah and then oh you ease God. yourself into your material yes. then then you know if you don't do that really smoothly people are like you're you're just doing your material now yeah yeah I'm, that was much more funny when you're making fun of me oh my, my God. God. yeah, yeah. like I, I had that exact experience last night i was booked on a show to perform for about 20 guys right. who were having a, a fraternity reunion. Oh, God uh, damn. That's so awful. the room was all people that knew each other. Right. And the host did a great job opening the show. He crowd worked them. He poked fun at them. Sure? That's what they wanted. They were yeah. rowdy, drunk guys that wanted to be made fun of, which I did to a certain amount. And then when I went into material, they were like, nah, we don't care about yeah. this. You kinda, uh, yeah. You kind of have to just like, just uh, try one, go back to crowd work. Yeah. Try one, go back right. to crowd work. And like kind of really work them into that. And then all of a sudden you're like in the middle of your set. But it like, it could take so much longer yeah. to get there. Yeah, we yeah. get to keep going back and forth. Yeah. Because like that abrupt, it's just so abrupt. Yeah. From like, you're talking directly to me. Yeah. Like call, saying me my name, you're, yeah. you know, shitting on everything I'm wearing to like, oh, now I'm talking about my mother. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. just so yeah. strange. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And so you've taken eight and a half years. You you yeah. just learned this stuff. Uh, I'll just shout out a few of your credentials so our oh, listeners sure, know yeah. who you are. Uh, you've got a is it a half hour on Comedy Central? Yeah. Uh, you've been on This American Life. You've mm-hmm. been on Adam Devine's House Party. You're mm-hmm. on the MSG Networks sure. talking sports. Yeah, yeah. What is that? What it's called? Uh, people talking sports. People but you're right there. Sports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Low Sam Marill. Yeah, man. Uh, I see oh. your face when I'm working out at the gym on the MSG. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard it. yet. Nobody's uh, heard our show. Yeah, everyone's seen it. Yeah, nobody <laughs> has ever. But heard I assume it. that's topical jokes. Yeah, those are topical jokes. Those are all uh, sports-driven uh-huh. jokes, and then that's also. Um, yeah, th- that's different because it's like it's in a panel setting. Yeah. So it's different, like um, it being funny just in an everyday setting as opposed to being funny on stage are like two different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for some people, it's seamless. For me, it's it's very different. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, Anthony, how old are you? Thirty five. You're thirty five, and you've been doing it for eight years. Yeah. So, so you you got started like a little. I got bit later. Late, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty seven. Mm, which yep. is, which is. Uh, you know, and I'm sure encouraging for some of us that, well, I started in my 30s, so yeah. I'm definitely not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, we're fucked. It's fine. <laughs> totally fucked but, yeah. but yeah, that's cool. And, and did yeah. you start in New York? Or did you start I started in New York. Where yeah. did you grow up? I grew up in North Jersey. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had, I had done like um, a little bit of stand-up, but it was like once or twice, maybe, yeah. I don't know. 10 years, like early 20s, mid 20s, whatever mm-hmm. it was. But I'd only done it like once or twice. Where, where to, in North Jersey? Where? Uh, Bloomfield, Essex County. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, some of my like early exposure to comedy was like uh, the Stress Factory, New Brunswick. Right, right, right. right. Um, I think I, I uh, heckled uh, Jim Gaffigan for about 10 minutes when he got off the stage one time. <laughs> really? What do you mean heckled? You mean approached like, him? Yeah, and- well, basically like that we're, <laughs> I was like 21 and uh-huh. drunk as fuck. Yeah. And um, he had just and and I didn't even really know who he was at that point because yeah, yeah, I yeah. think he wasn't as popular. Sure. And um, I hated the hot pockets voice, you know. Uh-huh. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that. So I just like he the comics area where they were they were standing like after the set was like right next to where I was sitting. Mm-hmm. So he got off set. And I just started like shitting on his like high pitched voice for like ten minutes, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, man, yeah, all right." <laughs> yeah. That's, it's interesting. He was so calm about it because I've heard he's not yeah. always so calm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he was just like, "Okay, I don't," you know. <laughs> and I was like su- young and stu- stupidly drunk, so yeah. I just kept going. You know? I'm so curious how that <laughs> yeah. how that karma will come back around <laughs> right. to you. Like how many how many miserable audience probably in the fact that I'll never make it, never yeah. know why. Yeah. You know. Like, like, yeah. there'll be some kind of... Wait, this was at Stress Factory? Yeah, it was at Stress Factory. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, uh, that's, that's... Yeah, I can't believe <laughs> that he just let you slide with that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that, you know, there's so many things that... He must like, have had a great set. Uh, he he did. He actually yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was, And he was grumpy before he went on. Uh-huh. Then he had a killer set. Um, But... You know, like I said, I was like, I didn't like his stupid voice, so I, <laughs> which he has actually figured out how to use like to good effect now. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, like I was just such right, a young, right, right. 
asshole. Oh my uh, god! I mean, well, that's how. Like before you start, because I was like, I don't, I don't know if you guys are the same, but I was like, I was such a snob about comedy, and then I started doing it, and then I was like, well, all that is gone. Yeah, totally. Like I used to be just like, I mean, like my favorites, like growing up, were I mean, grown up teen, whatever. Like David Cross was like my guy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and, and he he's almost kind of a uh, he he's that's funny because he's almost like an acquired taste in some ways because right. he's so. I think he's like amazing. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he really is. But, but there's 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 a level of his comedy where he he really pushes it to all to sure. like theatrical kind right. of yeah ways. Yeah, like, I love the one where he just opens up doing like uh, nonsense. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Operatic. The pride is back. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just, I, I yeah exactly. Like yeah. I would like I, it had to be like so original, yeah, so yeah. out of the box, yeah, so yeah. like you know provocative. That makes sense. Yeah. And then like you know you start doing, and you're like, if I could just get one laugh, that'd yes. be great. I yeah, don't exactly. care how I do it. Who, yeah, who, whatever. Who else were some yeah. of your favorites? In, uh, David Cross definitely. I mean Carlin. Like yeah. my mom was a big Carlin fan, so I had like a lot of exposure oh, to great. him. Yeah. Um, you, let me ask you yeah. though, because I feel like as he like later on yeah, as he yeah, got yeah. older, especially after his wife sure. died, yeah, his stand-up just got so like dark and like yeah. Like yeah, well, God, there is no God. Right. And like, you know, it's also a thing too, where it's like not. I don't know how many people, aside from like Don Rickles, yeah, say pr- perform uh, stand up till till they die, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But with Don Rickles, it's like, well, his act was all crowd work. Right. With right. Carlin's, it was like, oh, this like sort of cynical view of the world. Right. But as you get closer to death, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like I don't know what it's like to be that close to death and still be talking to people. But at that point, yeah, are you just like, yeah, I'm going to die in three months. Like nothing's matter. Everything <laughs> yeah. sucks. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like so it's, it is interesting to get that perspective yeah. um, on a grand scale. I'm going to die yeah. in three months. Here's my take on Tinder. You know, like, right, right, <laughs> exactly. It's like that's a different take yeah. with yeah. impending death. Yeah, like a right, very yeah. different take. Yeah, but I think some of the stuff I love that he did was kind of m- more accessible stuff. Right, you know, just about the way people talk and the way people think and the way people act and right, you know, right. all that kind of stuff. There's some, there's some nuggets I know you're talking about. Like yeah. where towards the end, he just seems like a grumpy old man. Yeah. Um, just- there's some nuggets in there. I think it was his like last one or I don't know, one of the last ones where he talked about like crossing his friends off like uh oh, cuz yeah. they're dead. Like that's like oh, a yeah. grim bit, but yeah, that's like yeah. really really funny yeah, yeah. where he's just like going through the address book and he doesn't know which one's friends are alive and dead and then finds out and crosses them off. Like that's very very funny. It's yeah, dark, yeah. but it's funny. Yeah. yeah. You uh I love listening to your bits that you when you talk about you talk about people a lot and your right. relationships with people sure. and uh you can I feel like you can always see them uh an example is obviously your your grandmother right, or right. boyfriend or right, fiance right. or husband now yeah I yeah fiance yeah. uh <laughs> do, have you always been attracted to writing about people and like like thinking about people like how does that yeah i think so uh i i think that's probably what's um made me laugh the hardest was um i think when like for myself i'm more like quiet and measured i guess off stage yeah. so it's like um the People that are just like willing to put themselves out there or like say whatever. I, I don't know. I've had a lot of reverence for it my whole life for yeah. them. Yeah. So I think that's why that's a lot of what I talk about. Yeah. And and especially with my family. And you're Italian American, right. I assume. Yeah, and yeah. That's a classic. Uh, yeah. They're just, they're, they as like archetypes and as human beings were just so funny to me. And yeah. it was just like a way of talking about them that isn't malicious, but also like shitting on the things about them but in a way that's like it's not hurtful it's playful yeah um which yeah i don't know i just i've uh, had a lot of fun doing the raised by women bit uh right is great um, oh, thanks, i assume man. that's being developed for something bigger so we don't have to get into the details right, right, of it. Right. but you were raised by yeah. primarily women right yeah absolutely it was a uh, mom grandma and four aunts and then um only real male presence were um m- one of my aunt's husbands and then uh my uh, grandfather, who yeah. like, yeah, and then this American Life story. And yeah, um, reality didn't know he was my grandfather until I was like 10 years old or something. Yeah. He just lived in the living room. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's it's so interesting. So it's just all loud, opinionated Italian women. Yeah. Well, so I want to do, I do want to finish, close the loop on one, uh, one thing that I'm just curious about. Yeah, yeah. So you're still in your first year at the cellar. It's like yes. freshman year. Yeah. Uh, do you still feel awkward freshman year vibe? Yeah. And I think that's okay, actually. Like, yeah. I think it should be that way. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know that I'd want to, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's such a place like steeped in history and, you know, yeah. 
uh, tough crowd and like it's just so emblematic of like a time period in comedy yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. So it's like um to walk in there and be like I'm totally comfortable seems yeah. crazy to me. Have you it invited like yourself to sit at the table? Have you ever uh, just like waltzed in and just had a seat at the table? Yeah, I have just in terms of uh out of like uh I don't want to be weird. Yeah. But yeah. when I sit down, I barely talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to weigh in too much. And if somebody shits on me, it's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Depends who they are in a sense yeah. of like, if I feel comfortable enough with them, like maybe I'll say something back. But the, for the most part, I just take it because I feel like it's a seniority thing. I get, yeah. I get, I get that. And I always wonder if it's going to work against me, but like, yeah, I'm kind of reserved. Yeah. And, and, and pretty much shy same. if I'm not, yeah, yeah, if I'm yeah. not in a zone of comfort for totally. something like that. No, yeah. I'm the same way. Um, yeah. And and but then you go in and you think like like I've been in situations where I like I should be more outgoing yeah. and, and proactive about this this yeah. situation but you know yeah you just want to kind of sit there and observe and yeah, and, yeah. I don't you, I want to try too hard and then they're like who what the, who the fuck is yeah. the new guy talking <laughs> oh, about and it's yeah, the why? worst you try to say something yeah. that you think is going to be funny totally. and then it just falls flat yeah, it's just yeah. like you can't shake that for days yeah. sometimes yeah so I think it's just like. Being there longer and seeing these people longer and sitting down with them and talking to them yeah. and eventually you build up some kind of rapport where you feel confident enough to yeah. joke around with them in a way that like their old closer friends would. Yeah. I just remember thinking just the other night, like it's it was just so cool that you came and you did a half an hour or so, or whatever you did, yeah. and then you were like leaving to go to the comedy cellar. Like, oh what yeah, a, man. What a cool Dude, it's still, night of performing. Yeah. It's still not like you know, while I'm up there for the first like, I don't know, like three, four months, like I had to like shut that voice in my head off that was like you're at the you're at the cellar yeah. right now. Cause yeah. I mean I still have to do well. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it still isn't lost on me that like like kind of when I look behind me, it's the comedy cellar. Like that's yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I grew up so close to here. Would go to the cellar um, before I was doing stand up. This yeah. is such a stupid question. Yeah, I'm yeah sure, go ahead. But like, can you, if you do a set there, can you get a tape of your set? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like anytime you do a set. Or? Um, I I don't know if it's anytime. You just have to give uh whoever a heads up, uh -huh. and then they'll make sure that they record it for you. So especially at like um. Yes, like the Village Underground, it's just such a big room. So yeah. if you want to get a tape for like a late night set or yeah. anything, it's kind of ideal. Yeah, yeah. That room is—they did such a good job. In oh there. my god, yeah. It's that room. It's so cool. Yeah, you have the band, the yeah. big space. Yeah. Like it feels like you're really like on a night out. You uh -huh. know? Yeah. Yeah. And the food, the menu's great. Everybody, oh, check food's out great. The Village Underground listeners, see Anthony <laughs> yeah. DeVito. How many spots a week are you doing over there? Um, good, like a couple a week, I'd say, something like that. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm very happy. The fact I'm there is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be a great MC for. Uh, do you ever MC shows uh, there? No, I've never done that there. Uh, I'm uh, hesitant. MC only uh, Whiplash. A yeah, bunch. I could do it. I'm just hesitant, just because um, that's a much different room to host than say, you know UCB. Mm. You come mm -hmm. right out. UCB like the crowd. They know comedy. Like if you mm. try doing crowd work with them or like this or that, they don't. They're like they would almost be like put off by it. Like yeah. they came they for like vulnerable jokes. original jokes. They don't yeah. need to be like sort of walked into comedy. They're yeah. already there. Yeah. Where at the cellar, it's it's a little bit different. You have people like that maybe have never been to a show uh -huh. ever before. Well, the they're UCB coming from another country. Is yeah. like a like a universe unto itself. Yeah, totally. Like the comedy, the the kind of comedy vibe that they want is different than literally anywhere. Right. Yeah, exactly. But Even, it's kind of interesting to think about UCB versus Seller in the context of you right. because you do span that whole thing. Yeah, it's just a different... Uh, but I would say hosting in particular is a very different thing there. Material-wise, it's pretty universal. I yeah. mean, like, you know, some stuff is going to go better at UCB. Some stuff's going to go better at the Seller. But that's, like, common sense. But so, yeah. in, so in UCB, do you, are you not actually... Are you less hosting and more just doing the opening yes. set? You're just doing the opening set. Yeah. yeah. I really, I mean, some people will host, but you're hosting in a way like a Parnell will show like a PowerPoint. Yeah. Right. Or Joe Firestone will play a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but at the cellar, it's like you have to do crowd work. Yeah. People are walking in while yeah, you're yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. Usually no one, like every, people are like, it's loud. People are being seated. So you can't just jump right yeah. into material. It seems crazy. So for me, hosting there, Doing a, you know, doing a lot of hosting spots there. I'm grateful for any time I'm just there, but it's harder to work out material yeah. in that moment because you have to make sure that the show's going to go well. Yeah. So if you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to try this thing and it bombs, 
then it, like hosting, it's so tenuous, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's like if you lose them, you lose them. Like in the middle of a set, you lose them, you can get it back with the next joke. But you're hosting, it's loud, there's all kinds mm. of like chaos and noise. It's it's tougher to keep them focused. It's so much more brutal to lose an audience if you're hosting because then you have to keep coming yeah. back up. Yes. Yeah, and, and look at the people who hate yeah. you. Right, not only that, but but if you don't get them in your first right. set... Then any interstitials are totally. not going to work, and they work. actually hate you worse. Yes, because yeah. what the fuck do you want? Because they make thing. a judgment call <laughs> yeah. about you. Because right. if, if they if you're not funny the first couple of minutes, whatever the hell it is, they go, well, that guy is just not funny. Even if yeah. you do become right. like say like okay, they're listening, they're settled, and then you do a joke that kills. It's it's only going to kill to a certain degree because yeah. they've made up uh, a choice in their head about you. Right. Yeah. I've also had like an like a set where. Uh, my my initial opening hosting goes really well, right? But then the show just has so many people booked on it, right? Mm. So mm-hmm. halfway through, they're like, when I get up there, they're like, get the fuck off! Oh, totally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's just yeah, that's just a time thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think around ninety minutes, people are like, oh, yes. "What the fuck is happening?" Oh yeah. my god, yeah. I mean, you do. I've done so many one nighters where it's uh-huh. like, for whatever reason, one. <laughs> I don't know why this is, but like one nighters in particular, they'll be like, "We want a two hour show," Ooh. and you're, and you know, I don't go up for like a you know an hour and a half, an hour and whatever into the show, and it's like I don't stand a fucking chance uh, yeah. up there, and yeah. you know, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, see, when I think of one nighters, I think of just like a three man show. Are, yeah. you, are some of these shows like showcase now, style, and then they want you to do yeah, like a headlining set? Kind of, yeah, because they'll throw on a lot of spots in between. Yeah, so it'll be like, all right, you got your host, you got your middle, but then you have like two or three more spots in between. So then, by the time you go up there, it's just a threshold thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, they've gone past it, yeah. and then you're there, and you're both like, not neither one of us wants to be right here yeah, right, right now, yeah. but it's just this is the way it's worked out. You yeah. know, I'm a big fan of Reggie Watts. And right. I went out to see a show of his last year or, the, or something like that. And I don't even, I don't remember what it was, but he did like an hour and a half, right. two hours. And I love his act. Right. I really yeah, I do. know what you mean. But man, like yeah. by, 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 like at the hour mark, I was yeah. just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Totally. I just kind of, you know, it's just like you can't, you can't. You can't maintain yeah. that after a while yeah, I, uh, as an audience member. Absolutely. Yeah. I opened for Judy Gold up in Poughkeepsie, and uh, she, I think she, I thought, because when she arrived, she's so she's so great. She's so funny. Yeah, yeah, when she arrived, crushes. she's like, oh, what is this shithole? You yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. way she was, I was like, oh, she's going to do her 45 or, or 50 minutes, and she's going to get back, back to her life. Like, she doesn't want to be here longer right. than she needs to be. 90 minutes into her set. Right. I'm like, wow, she's really cooking and going yeah. for it. Like, just a fucking force of nature. Yeah, just screaming really at them for, like, t- I think she did two hours. Shit. And uh, I was just like, I, I was so entertained, but there, I was sort of watching the audience, like, yeah. kind of wondering, like, doesn't, when is she yeah. going to stop? Even like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. I've heard him coming in and people are like, he was funny for the first 40 minutes. And then I, I just, Kidding, yeah, know, yeah, you know. yeah. It's like no, he stayed funny. It's just like the human brain, right? Yeah. You just can't <laughs> do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Judy Gold. I remember we we, uh, we went in on like a um, they, they have that new West Side Comedy Club. Yeah, okay. And we went in on like the opening day, and she I don't know if she headlined, but she did like something in there. She was so fucking funny. Yeah. She uh, she oh, did the best ever. Where people didn't like they laughed at a joke, but they didn't laugh. At the level that she wanted, right. she, she's like, yeah, yeah. "You don't not laugh at that joke." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, she yeah. did the joke yeah. again and yeah. got twice as much laughter. Yeah. It was like, "You're amazing!" Yeah. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah. The, it's funny, like you'll have those moments, or at least myself, uh, where you're doing it and you snap, you snap into it, like not, yeah. not her, but like that level of like engagement that she has, or like a Jessica Kirsten has with a oh, crowd, yeah. Yeah. where they're like, they're on you. And like you are, they are annihilating. Yeah. And like that'll happen. And for like those, like for that minute or like 10 seconds, whatever it is, you're like, oh, this is what it's like to be Judy Gold all the time. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like where you're just like ballistically killing, like not in a way that's like, oh, the joke hits is a good idea, whatever it is. Just like watching people scream. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like buckle over in their seats. Yeah. 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 Uh, Well, it's interesting, those kinds of comics, because Judy Gold or Jessica Kirsten are, they, they just. There's, there, like you're a really likable guy. Right. Like, like people sure. just love you from the moment right, your right, first right. joke hits. Right. Uh, but they are like, I mean, I don't want to use the word monsters in a negative way, but no. they're just like these comedic monsters of yeah. just like presence and yes. volume yes. and just like chaos yes. in some ways. Yes. 
and uh, I think that just hits in a different way. It hits a, yeah, it's a it's a different kind of a noise that it creates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's an it's it's a kind of uh, you know, it's just an it, they just exude confidence, you know, yes. like or j- and like pure com- attitude, right? Like, they, attitude. They're so secure yeah, in their attitude and point of view, right? That they're like gonna... I'm not doing jokes to you in a comedy club. Right. You're listening to me in my right. living room. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. There's there not any- one point of. There's not a time where they're like, I wonder if they're asking the audience if this is funny. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. just like, are there any comics at the cellar that you're surprised you've you've learned as much as you have from them, or you like them as much as you do? Or um, anybody like surprising or 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 comics? The other thing I love about the cellar is every time I go, I'm like. Like I, I saw Rory Albanese for the first time right. recently, and I was like, "Oh my god, what an amazing brain! What right, an amazing right, comic!" Right. Yeah. And now I hear him on podcasts, and I keep thinking, "That's a guy I want to know more about." Right. Are there comics that we might not know that like people should go see? Or any um, comics you would have totally talked fucking <laughs> shit about because yeah. they're so fucking crap. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like most of them, I think I had seen in a pretty good capacity up until that point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, Jessica's definitely someone who I've seen more there than I, but I had seen her a little bit, but watching her live uh, over a number of times is really just like every time yeah. is impressive. Yeah. Um, Adrian Iapalucci, I hadn't yeah. really seen a lot of her sets. I just like, like Adrian yeah. a lot as a writer, but man, Watching her at the cellar yeah. just do whatever she wants in the face of the crowd is like one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's, yeah, she's. Oh yeah, that's incredible. We, we saw her. You, I think you did host for Sam Morrill the night he was working out his hour. We went right. Anyway, she, oh yeah, we she, did. We did Adrian, go to that. Yes, Adrian, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we did go yeah, to that was great night. Yeah, yeah she, yeah. Um, she's yeah. got some like dark. Like she's dark, it's killer, and she yeah. does not give a fuck up there. Yeah. There's not one part of her that's bending towards the crowd if they don't yeah. like it, and I just love that. Yeah, especially there because it's such a pressure-filled environment. I, so I, to kind of maintain that is uh, something. How often do you get um, does like get bumped happen? Like it does um, when somebody drops I think it's in and only happen to me, I guess, over in like a year, just maybe once. Uh, Kevin Hart, that oh, was yeah. it. Uh, where it's like I think. Um, I was going later in the lineup, and he was going to go earlier. And uh, they were like, "Yeah, he's going to do an hour, so don't worry yeah, about it." Yeah. And um, yeah, that and that was it. I think I saw some of the set, and then I was like, you know, I looked at my watch. It was like one a.m. or something. I was like, I gotta get the fuck home. It's like a Wednesday or something. Yeah. Um, but it had it was right after he um was found. Uh, I guess he was in the tabloids for like cheating on his pregnant yeah, wife or whatever. Right. So it was like it was. I think it was like a couple days after that. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm trying to remember. He had like a funny line about it where he was like. They said like it was his car or whatever. He was like, I don't drive a Mazda. Like it was like something like uh-huh. it was kind of like uh, it was like self-efface. It was um, it was it was something funny about that. Yeah. And then there was only one other time where I was there and Chappelle was going to be on the show. And, you know, when he goes, it's like there's a huge limousine outside. Yeah. So people know something's happening. Yeah. And it's the seller. And like um, so I thought I thought the deal I thought the deal with people that were coming in that were all famous and shit was doing some kind of black SUV. I thought that was the deal. Yeah. Now. It's like a it's like yeah. a SUV like limo. It's it's not a normal car. Right. Right. <laughs> like like you would be like, is, is Obama in there? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like a motorcade. So so people knew and he's and, you know, people can see inside the olive tree it's just a restaurant yeah, upstairs. Right. so it's like he's there you know so God, yeah I, i've had moments where I, right. I go to like hang out in the olive tree to write or have something right, to eat right. and just kind of try to feel the glow of like all the comedy genius yeah, in yeah. there and literally seen like 10 yeah famous <laughs> actors right. and or comedians yeah. like there's oh there's judd yeah. apatow and yeah. pete holmes yeah and kevin hart it was and fucking, yes. yeah yeah it was exactly that like yeah. i walked in just like a normal weekday spot whatever and uh, Chris Rock is in the back with Judd Apatow. Pete Holmes is there. And I'm like, all right, this is like already crazy. Yeah. There's yeah. no way I'm going near the table tonight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, you know. So then Chappelle then comes in. And this is like, at one point, <laughs> Method Man's there. Trevor <laughs> Noah. Method Man is there in a Wu-Tang Clan hoodie. And I'm like, well, that's the coolest thing that's I've ever amazing. seen in my whole entire life. And then like... Quest Love is at a different. He's not even with them. He's yeah. just at another table. <laughs> a friend of mine stepped on his foot. It was like you couldn't like you couldn't re- like throw a rock and not hit uh, like, like a, a, celebrity. a celebrity. It was yeah. crazy. And then I remember the crowd knew. There was a weird, there was a weird buzz like in the room. I went up first on the show, and it was like there was this definite feel of like 
when are you going to get off? Yeah, when is Dave yes. Chappelle oh, going to get on? Because like the first spot there can be difficult, but there, you this was that? different. Uh, no, because I didn't want to like, tip them yeah, off. Right, you you're know like, I know that's not going to happen. I'm going to ruin the party, and I'm like, right, yeah. oh, you guys are waiting on Chappelle, and they're like, Chappelle's here? Yeah. And then he never shows up, and I'm an <laughs> asshole. So you I should but, just open with that from now on yeah, every night. Yeah, yeah, But I do remember it was like every single time to get to the bathroom in the cell, you have to go through... You have to go through, you know, between the stage and the audience so everyone can see who's going to the bathroom. And every time somebody walked by there, everybody's head would turn. Yeah. Like, it yeah. wasn't normal. Like, yeah. barely anyone was paying attention to me. And it was, like, to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm, like, almost, like, I'm I'm being loud. Like, I'm, yeah. like, staring at people. You know, Not yeah. in, a, like, in a shitty way, but in a way that's, like, l- just lock eyes with yeah. me. You know, yeah. you, you never even think about how fucking tough a spot that would be yeah. when everybody, you know, being yeah. basically the opener band for Pearl Jam. Yeah, you know, yeah, where yeah. Just like, I mean, you yes. can even feel that if you're at Whole Foods and somebody famous walks right. in. Or I've been on the subway platform and, you know, some celebrities there. And it, it is weird how a group of strangers will yeah. then react and kind of like yeah but it's, it's one not unit. just it, that's one thing but then having to also be like hey i need to be the center of attention yeah. while you're yeah, while yeah you're being right like that. right yeah. it's like yeah I, I understand what you guys are going through but i can't say a goddamn <laughs> thing about it right um so yeah that was i remember i probably had him by like minute eight or nine and yeah. then i just got the light and i had yeah. to leave yeah um but then you know that yeah those have been the only two times Our where spots typically like 10 minutes there 15? yeah 10 or 15 depending if the show's running late yeah. or whatever so i'm curious um obviously uh 2017 was like the year of the uh, you know, uh, sexual offenders right, being ousted, sure, yeah, yeah. and I know that like at the end of the year there was all the stuff going on with Louis C.K. Sure. Uh, what was were you around the comedy cellar during that time? You know, um, what the environment was. I there? was like that week. I don't think I think I might have been on the road or whatever, yeah. so I wasn't actually there. But um, I was there like you know a couple days after that, and um, you know, I, the vibe wasn't as concrete as it would seem to be on Twitter. Right, or uh, right, like right. in like at open mics or you know stuff like that because like they had a personal connection to this guy whereas yeah. like people that were very removed from the situation were able to talk about it in a way that was like well i've never met him so who cares kind of thing like right, right. for these people it's like sarah silverman came out and gave that speech and i thought that like, yeah, she put that great. very, very yeah, well it was, yeah. where it's like i love him he's my friend i'm you know despaired like the things that he did aren't right but he's a person right so yeah. i it kind of felt like the seller was treating it the same way, which I actually thought was refreshing. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, at the end of the day, this is a this is a guy with kids. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And everyone was just, vil- I mean, he was a villain. He was an abstract villain for a lot of people. Right. But for them, it was like, oh, he's a real guy that we know and we care about that did something wrong who is a father. Yeah. So um, it was... It was um, to go from very removed from it to like people that were closer to him uh, was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like if you think about uh, everybody knows somebody that's been in a drunk driving accident. Right. Which, if you think about it, is actually a fucking horrible crime. Like, it's right. horrible to put other people's lives in danger. Right. Uh, but yeah, you don't like excommunicate them from your family. Like you deal right. with it and you work through well, that's, it. And yeah, and that's that was kind of the gist of I think Sarah Silverman's yeah. speech about and, that was like I you know love him, but like yeah. how do you reconcile that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think especially at a place like the cellar where it is like it is very family oriented yeah. in the way that it is. Um, that he is, like you said, looked at as a family member. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like somebody can screw up in the family. That doesn't mean right. that they're excommunicated. They're right. still yeah. a part of us. So. Now, more, more topically, um, I mean, did you watch uh, Chappelle's recent specials? Yeah, I love yeah. them. So, and, and he, I mean, the second one was almost was almost borderline not stand-up in the sense that yeah, it was just yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of him just talking about yeah. stuff. Um, and, and I think he made a great point about, I mean, he said things that I think were controversial for, I won't ruin it for anybody, but said things right. that were controversial in terms of like maybe supporting right. L- Louis in a way that you probably haven't heard from a lot of people yeah. come out and talk about it. And I think a lot of, a lot of it was, I think he was saying, um, what was it? I forget the, the line. He was well, talking about needing imperfect allies in order to kind of like further the cause right. of, of women's rights and, and of making things equal and not having this kind of horrible stuff happen right. to people yeah, like yeah. If women, to, if yeah if women want to fight this fight they're gonna need allies but if you excommunicate all the imperfect allies then right how are you right. gonna have and i help? know there were some people right. that would argue that like what louis did was like over the line kind of thing to the point where unforgivable. like unforgivable but then you know uh i think 
yeah, I think Chappelle also made a great point of like, oh, that if that stops your dreams, that thing happening to right. you, then your dreams weren't that strong. Maybe you didn't. Yeah. Which really, I know yeah. that that's that's also that's like a lot of people are having trouble. Yeah, but I think it was a good point. I mean, y- here's the thing about yeah. that point. I think I probably disagree with that point. Yeah, but that was a funny moment of that set. Yeah, yeah. Like I, my wife and I laughed very loud yeah, at that yeah, joke, yeah. and then we had we paused it and we were like. That's weird that we're laughing this much at that point because we probably both disagree with it. But it was a funny comedy set. But what that's you, why yeah. I like I like that that well, special. What are your opened, feelings about that then? Uh, I mean, it just goes back to the whole power dynamics thing of like, like, yeah, like yes, you do have to be tough in show business. Sure. And yes, yeah. these women, you know, if they were, if they, if their careers were truly sidetracked by this yeah. behavior. Then, then that's terrible. If that's right. true, that that is what made them not make it in yeah. show business. Uh, but I think it's impossible to know what well, factor made them not. Mark Maron also yeah. had a, a lot of interesting stuff to say, where he kind of did the opposite end of things. He, I mean, he wasn't obviously doing it in a comedic sense. He was right. doing it in a I have to address this kind of thing. Okay, and he, and he was still like, yeah, lose my friend, right? And he's, you know, I still want to. You know, he's my friend. Like, yeah, yeah. like I don't, but he did also. Did you listen to that one? No, no, no. Yeah, so I'm that so one just... was like twenty minutes, uh-huh. and he just went into empathizing with the women and understanding what they went through, and definitely puts it into like a really kind of um, more of a somber, but like very poignant kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard people say, like, say that he was kind of trying to like benefit from that. You know, like what by, was the by, gist of his? The perspective? gist of it was that like I didn't know about this, right. like. Um, you know, most people don't know about, you know, in some cases I asked him about it cause I heard rumors and right, said that's right, not right. true. Right. Um, and then he says when it comes out, he's like, you know, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's vile. Right. Um, and then he went into kind of trying to empathize with what the women are going through and how it's not just, you know, it's tough in comedy, but it's just tough being a woman in this. And there's right. this, that's mm-hmm. much, this much greater of a, a, sure. a thing to go through. Right, right. Um, basically he condemned more or less condemned what Louis did. Right. And he he sympathized with the what the women were going through and he actually related a really kind of touching uh point of like how this is how I understand it through my own kind of experiences that were right. that were unpleasant. Uh I thought it was a really great argument. But yeah. I've also heard people be like, well he did it like a day or two after this came out and kind of can like made the conversation that much more like happen that much more. Right. Um, which may have hurt Louis in in long run. Uh huh. Anyway, so that yeah. there's that. And yeah. Then, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I think. Um. I mean, obviously, I think like a lot of this is uh, an outpouring of just like, well, yeah, it, it's a reaction. I, and I could be wrong, but yeah. it, in my in my opinion, it's a reaction to Trump saying, "Grab him by the pussy." Oh, and yeah, he gets absolutely. Elected president. Oh, so well, then, and also having somebody like Bill Cosby, who is right. you know America's dad, kind sure. of basically be yeah. accused right. of horrible stuff. Well, it's interesting. You know how people talk about the spectrum of offenses here? Yeah. We just use the word unforgivable. I think that maybe the spectrum could be labeled forgivable all the way at the zero level and then unforgivable at the 10 level yeah and cosby would be at a 10 right and aziz and louis are somewhere so that's a good point like maybe between four and seven so i I think so but i think he's just kind of that whole thing and that's kind of why i bring it up not to like sidetrack the conversation today but like that's topical in the news right now sure is that aziz is now being accused and they literally have this the one person that accused him and, and saying this is exactly what happened and giving like a context and even doing a screenshot of the text that she right, had with him. Yeah. And honestly, when I read that, I I was like, uh, you know, people are commenting on it like, oh, Master of None is over now. It's like they're just going to. And I think like that's just a step too far. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, it sounds like it was not a good. It sounded like a really unpleasant time for that woman. Sure. And um. And it sounds like he was just completely oblivious to it. But right. I think, um, I, I, you know, I don't know. That's a tough one because I think like that can happen where somebody, some two people go out on a date and and they're drinking. And then especially she goes back to his place and, you know, maybe he's misreading the situation. And she's saying like, oh, I gave him nonverbal cues. Yeah. And it's like if you're drunk and somebody's not actually saying I don't want this – Sometimes and and especially if if he had singularly in his mind like I want to get laid or some kind of thing like that. Not that that makes it any better, but like it, it, it's something where he could just be completely oblivious to it, right? You know? And then she says after the fact, like the next day, like oh you made you made me feel so horrible, like I was crying on the way home, right. and like 
he was just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that, you know, like, obviously, I don't know. I, 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 it's one of those things where I'm sure if you're a woman, you're like instantly like, oh my God, I've had that experience sure. and that's fucked up and he shouldn't do that. Right. Um, but then there's the other, yeah, it's, I don't know. Well, yeah, like a lot of these, there's no, um, there's no like, I guess like legal, uh, repercussions to their actions in terms right. of like, okay, this isn't hard like, line. That's not an illegal thing. What right. happened there? So right. it's like, no one knows the course of action that's appropriate for the behavior. Right. So like with Louis, it's like, you know, he's, he's lambasted immediately. And I, like I was saying, I do think it's just like the fact that like, well, Trump did this and became president. Yeah. So anyone yeah. who acts in a manner of like sexual misconduct or sexual right. assault, like there, it's a very hard line that's being run. Absolutely. But I feel like as time goes on, I do think that people will look back on cases like Louis and Aziz and maybe go, I think initially we might have been too harsh on them. Right. Just in terms like of they like shouldn't their whole career shouldn't Yeah. The thing is like when you think about right. in comedy, I mean you think about your own journey and sure. like how hard you probably worked to right. get the things that you got. Right. Um and then and then have the the idea that that could be stripped away because somebody yeah. says that they, you know, maybe for and, something you didn't even realize, right. you know, and I'm not two years ago or, you know, their actions yeah. in any sense of sure, the word. Sure. I'm, I'm just saying that I think the, it's very reactionary right. until, and I do think with enough time, people might go, look, it was bad, right. but I don't know if it was as bad to take away this, this guy's whole life. Yeah. yeah. And look, ideally, um, I, if we lived in an ideal world, you know, people would interact in ways where there wouldn't be any kind of misunderstandings and, you know, uh, people wouldn't let their kind of sexual proclivities and everything overcome their ability to have like a like a human discourse and interaction right. with other people. Right. But we don't live in that world. Right. And I think that we that a lot of times, uh, especially I don't know, I feel like I, mean, I don't know if it's a modern thing where people there's more of an expectation from people that I've talked to that are, are like that are like heavy daters that like right. people just go like straight to sex or they go right. like it's just like much more of where if you look at it the way it was back in the past like there there was times where people didn't kind of rush it that fast right yeah. right and and I think the combination of that with with the fact that now if you're in the public eye and you've kind of I don't know you know like it's yeah. it's a, it's a it's a tough I don't know you, I mean I I just think I think if anything comes of this stuff, hopefully it's productive dialogue, yeah. you know, because like, yeah, uh, there are people that are just like these. This is a witch hunt. These women right. are just like taking seizing opportunities and they're opportunists. Uh, they're, they just want money. And then there's people that are like all I, men are scum. Right. Uh, and I don't and know. I think it's case by yeah. case and you got to talk the it women out. being opportunists. I don't really know how that is really the case for most things, because I don't see how any of these women really benefit from this if anything right it, it's it's like hey i'm gonna put this really this thing that's really like emotionally hurtful out into the world because i want some kind of level of justice but yeah i think it's much more like with some with somebody like what happened with cosby like uh, it's great that all these women came out and yeah. uh and it's understandable that it took so long for them to do yeah, it yeah it's like cosby yeah. like harvey weinstein like yeah, these yeah, are cosby. clear-cut cases yeah. yes. these yeah. are a lot of women over a long period of time who yeah. are like this yeah. guy fucked up my life yes yeah. and with like you know a case like aziz i mean so far this is one story right and not to you know devalue the story right. but it's like he's not a repeat offender right. this yeah. is like one night where yeah it went horribly wrong you know, Louis was a you know was uh you know six whatever amount of women that it was, but it's like um yeah it is case by case, and yeah. I think a lot of people are just throwing blanket statements over all of them, yeah, and just going they're all vile, and it's like no mm -hmm. they're each very different. Right, mm -hmm. Louis clearly has like sexual compulsions that he let run free. Right, Aziz like couldn't pick up on social cues. There's yeah. also a thing with Aziz where it's like I don't know man like if you <laughs> like if you're not self aware enough to like you know like I don't know to not do Randy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe yeah. you're not going to pick up on a social cue. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, I, I don't know. It, it is very yeah. case Randy. by case. Right. It just, <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I've heard some Aziz bits. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, man, like, if you didn't know not to do that bit, how would you know, like, not to stop a blowjob? Mm. Um, I, you know, it's more funny than anything. Yeah. But like, uh, but yeah, so I, I just think like, I think it's good. Anytime that, this happens yeah. and going like, it's oh, good men for people are to have a, a dialogue, right? Like, yeah. I'm sure there's people that could listen to this podcast, hear that we're talking about it and be like, Hey, there's some guys talking about this. I feel triggered about it. I don't like it. Um, I, but I think it's important for, for people to have the dialogue. I think it's important for men to have the dialogue and try to understand how they can be better yeah. men. 
Um, I don't, in all fronts, like, it's a good thing. Yeah. Like, I've gone through my sexual history as right. all this stuff has happened mm-hmm. and been like, hey, like, I mean, I'm more aware of whatever I do. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I've had a girlfriend well, for years, yeah. but it's like, if I was single, I'm sure I'd be hyper aware of it. Yeah. I don't know that, I don't think that's a bad thing. No. Right. Um, but it's, it's scary even talking about it because, you know, good example, I think uh, we, uh, Kurt, Kurt Metzger. Sure. Um, you know, he, he came out to support, or well, not, I would say to support, to defend yeah. the way uh, somebody in, I think, uh, Aaron somebody or other. Glazer. In, Aaron Glazer. Aaron Glazer uh, in New York was accused of, of actually, like, raping women at UC, like, that were in, involved yeah, in the UCB he was UCB an instructor community. at yeah. UCB. Right. And, uh, and then I think then, then Kurt came out and kind of defended the fact that people were tearing apart or trying to basically judge jury executioner on yeah. social court, media. Court of public opinion. Right. Yeah. And but he did it in a way where he was being comedic, yeah. With and he's got such a dark sense of humor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and that just absolutely pummeled. I, I think that was yeah. the thing. I think they they uh, they were just so irritated by right. it. Yeah. But like he brought up a lot of well, very very sound points, but he right. brought it up in a way that was like it that, wasn't those are bits that yeah. would work on stage, yeah. right? You know but it I mean? wasn't it wasn't so just, sensitive to like the how serious people were taking right. It. Yeah. And he was thrown over the coals. Uh, I mean, he was basically fairly for it. He's basically my ousted from the New York comedy scene, right? I mean, from what I understand. Yeah, I mean, I like. I, I mean, he's. Uh, yeah, he went. He went through it. Um, you know, like we're working. I mean, That's, I, it's I've, just it's scary because it's like he didn't actually do anything. No, he didn't he, commit a crime. Yeah, All like he the, did was, was defend like, the the justice system. Right. In his the eyes. next thing that happened was there was a Twitter campaign to get him fired from the Amy Schumer Which show, he did, writers' right? room, right. and she had to she had to then yeah, deal with that. Yeah, she was in this mess. impossible I mean, she, position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, and that sucked for her too because she's a woman, and then she was being brought in right. as kind of a sympathizer. And not only did she not do anything, but she's also a woman. And like, right, you know, that was the whole thing that was, was just, so you know, frustrating about yeah. that. And this is going on. What was this like a year or two ago? Yeah, or something? Yeah, like, so some of it's ago. like not so fresh in my no, memory. Yeah, yeah. But like, it was so frustrating in the sense of like, okay, this is you have an alleged rapist, and then you have a guy who all he's done is just try to defend. You know the, the way system that, it's coming that out, we yeah. have, and like he's the one that gets fired. Like this, right, the, right. nothing. This guy's in Super Bowl commercials, yeah. and he, you know, allegedly sexually assaulted somebody. Yeah. So it's like that's how far from like the actual um, uh, events that happened it had gone. Right, yeah. and it was just like ah, I was very, very unfair. Well, the whole thing is really hard because there's not an HR department that I know of in New York City comedy or international comedy there's right. like there's no but there's no right, central right, office right, right, where right, right. you have to tell somebody like yeah sometimes i like to jerk off in front of people uh should i should i deal with this here uh but i think if you look at your behavior <laughs> and be like if i did work at a fucking office would this be cool and right. you know you can probably yeah. gauge it that but that's way. on the people like uh there was that one where what was louis was working on the set it was like uh Cordy Cox and David Arquette. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they should have fired him. I don't know if they did or not, but like that, it's like, yeah, you can't act like that in the workplace. Everybody knows that. You can't ask a coworker, hey, can I jerk off in front of you? Yeah. And they say no, and you go, okay, well, then I'll see you Tuesday. Like that can't, that that doesn't exist. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but that's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta handle that at the job. Yep. 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 But regarding the other thing, a thing, this sort of a loose end that I wanted to comment on, I loved with Chappelle's new special, uh, he, the first thing that he says when you hit play is i know i say mean things and i know a lot of it's not politically correct i'm just up here trying to be funny yeah and i i of course like you think everybody knows that and as comics we want to protect that like yeah we're just making jokes here but it's it's so hard right now because some people that can't understand that there is confusion there i think with some people where they sometimes confuse your 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 persona on stage with how you actually are as a human being, right? Yeah. And I and I, I he literally said the thing that I think in my mind all the time, which is whatever I'm doing up here, I don't you know it's for the purposes of entertainment, yeah. and I don't feel bad about any of it. Yeah. Like I might I might be like, man, maybe it was really hard on so and so or whatever, but like, and 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 part of that sometimes is just working out whatever right. you're doing yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and it doesn't always go down great, sure. right? Like, and that's right. actually where you suffer the most. Is if like it doesn't go down awesome, then then people kind of are are more open to like 
second guess it and be like, right, yeah. uh, you know, if it's if it's funny, people don't even notice that it's wrong. Right. You right, know, right, and yeah. it's like so it's like, yeah, if you can do that and it doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's yeah. like it's just as wrong. It just happens to be funny. So now you don't care. Like, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But it's like that is the reality of the situation. But, yeah, it's like I mean, I do think Chappelle said it uh, yeah. very well when it terms of like, yeah, like sometimes mean things are funny. Most yeah. often they are. Yeah. And like that's okay you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like it doesn't well, it doesn't make Every, you bad it just means like oh you can yeah. find humor in this yeah which is like i don't know i don't think that's the worst thing in the world yeah and i know that I, old thing that yeah. every joke has a victim uh, right i took us down a real dark true. alley with this whole discussion but no man it's fine but yeah it's just it's it's topical it's like un, uh, unfortunately this is what's kind of happening in the news nowadays and i th- i do think it's important as comedians to like think about it to talk about it um, to try to understand yeah. it. I think um, that's the thing is like trying to understand it. Cause like, man, I, I'm probably wrong. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm fine yeah. with that. Every, everybody, I'm fine yeah. with like someone being like, well, here's wrong. And yeah. here's, cause like, if enough people are telling me the opposite, it's like, I want to believe yeah. you. Yeah. So it's like, just help me figure out where I'm wrong right. so I can be on I your side. I want to have the dialogue. Yeah, right? exactly. I like, I want to, I, I don't want to just hold strong to like my initial, yeah. like, dumb, you know, uh, first glance kind of views. Like if you've thought further about this and right. you're like, Oh, here's all the ways like I've poked holes in what you're saying. Like, I want to know those things. Cause I, I want to just, I want to be as like intelligent about these things as, as I possibly could be. I, and and I, I'm yeah. fine with that. I don't feel yeah. people do that enough. A lot of times, like people want to talk to somebody that they agree with. Yeah. Um, and I think some of that also, once again, it gets back to the, the social media kind of thing where, Hey, if somebody's on your timeline and they're not saying things that you like, you block them and you right. don't have to listen right, to right, it. Right. right. But for me, I I think it's so important to talk to people that believe the exact opposite of what you think. You know, like right. I tend to skew liberal. Right. You know, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With, I'm very like socially liberal when right, it comes to right, stuff. Right, right. Financially, maybe a little bit more moderate, but definitely on the liberal end of things. Right. However, I don't think that people that are super conservative or stupid or 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 necessarily racist or any kind of negative stuff like that, I think that they just have a different take on it. Um, you know, my parents, uh, my mom, my stepdad, um, they're extremely conservative. Right. Yeah. yeah and too. I think it's, you know, and, and honestly, we have the most infuriating conversations. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. It helps me understand my position better. It helps me th- because sometimes I just think stuff yeah. because it makes sense. And then they challenge it and they're like, why do you think that? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm just totally. thinking that because I heard that from you know, I heard that from the New York Times and I just accepted it as truth. Yeah, I bet yeah. everything I've you said know. on the podcast so far that I feel strongly about is all wrong. <laughs> right, you know what right. I mean? But that's I, – yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm just trying to get to a place where like uh, – you know, I can learn why I'm wrong. That's but really you, it. You, when yeah. you, in your comedy, do you talk about anything? To, uh, like, do you? I mean, because we were just talking about yeah, you yeah, do yeah. topical stuff. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like so much of your comedy tends to be personal and, and yeah. less focused on that kind of. Yeah, angle. It, it definitely is. I mean, it, you know, I'm I'm trying to just, uh, I guess, with whatever I'm gonna do next or what I'm going for next to like. To be able to talk about those things uh, in a way that I can talk about, you know, the people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's more of just like a challenge to myself than anything. Because some, like sometimes you'll hit upon something where you're like, oh, man, this is like a cool angle and I really want to explore this. Um, so it's just like a way of learning how to talk about those things as confident as I can, like uh, just like autobiographical stuff. Yeah. I'm amazed sometimes when I go to, you know, when I do go to the cellar. And you see some of the comedians there that have their set that, you know, if you go to the cellar enough, you see the repeat of like yeah. what they've said before. But how they'll touch on some of these topical things yeah. that are really tough subject matters and they'll just like have this joke that nails it like it was always part of their set. Right, But right, it literally right. is something that happened two days ago. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. that's just uh, so much experience. I mean, so yeah. like some of the comics there, you're just like I'm, – I'm in awe of like, – because I'm just, you know, I'm on a lineup with people that have been doing it. I've been doing it eight years, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm on a lineup with people that have been doing yeah. it like 20, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, to see the difference in that, um, it, it's uh, like night and day yeah. in terms of just like exactly that. Of like, hey, this happened yesterday, and I know exactly the way I can say yeah. it into a joke. In my well, voice. Right, you know, yeah. right, right, right. That's an interesting threshold to, like, get to the point where you, you're thinking in jokes yeah. uh, that they probably have now. And an, an, a threshold that I assume you've passed is that you are now a full-time comedian and you can devote all of your brain energy yeah. to 
jokes and, yes. or performing yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. How, how, when, when did that happen, do you think? Um, I think that had probably happened within the last year. And yeah. It kind of happened without me sort of noticing. It uh-huh. was just like, I think before the half hour, uh, I was going to go to New Orleans, tape the half hour, which was like last March as well. Um, I just start, I just had a bunch of weekend road work and it just kind of seemed like, oh, hey, like I don't need a day job anymore. Yeah. And then like throughout the year, it just kind of happened and then rolled right into like working yeah. on Sam's show. And it just Do you became spend more time on the, job. on the road than, than no, I was, uh, in the spring and summer, I was on the road probably like two weekends out of the month. Oh, that's and then right. like the fall, I really wasn't on the road that much. And then like the winter, not really like at all, aside from just like maybe a one night or so the rest of the time you're in the city. Just so doing the rest sets. of the time. Yeah. I'm just in the city doing sets. What so was awesome. the last day job? Last day job was actually moderating uh, user comments for a conservative news website. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> so oh my God. that's why, like, when people were like, "I don't know if Trump's going to win," I was like, "I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at these people all day. Like, yeah. he's got a chance." Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What website do you, are you? Uh, like? The Blaze. No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I don't work for them anymore. What is what is involved with that? So you just like put out fires as a, or Pretty like much, if something's yeah. too insane. At the blaze. You don't, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it, it, you know, I, like you know, Obama was president for eight years, and like, and there's a wealth of people who did not like the fact that he was black the whole time, right? So, uh, you know, see, so yeah, what were the what were what was the uh, so you're at a very conservative paper sure. and you got to moderate comments. Um, what, what kind of, I mean, what, what were the parameters? I mean, was it, was it um, like if they are liberal or if just they're incredibly offensive? If they're incredibly offensive. Yeah. Uh, if they're liberal, it's fine. You yeah, can yeah. have, you know, uh, points of contention. That's, that's, good. that's fine. good. That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. But what, if, what happens? You just click a button and they get an they're email gone. that says, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, your, your, your comment wasn't accepted because. Yeah. I don't even know that they get an email. Like, I think their just comment was deleted and that was it. Uh, oh. But what's, what would be some of the criteria that. Um, just, you know, just racial slurs and, and uh, word uh, descriptive language about Michelle Obama's arms oh, or God. body parts or whatever. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was, does uh, that infect your brain in any sort of way? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you're such a nice guy. Like yeah, I can't doing imagine it, doing it. I was looking. I was part time, so I was kind of yeah. doing it here and there. I was kind of like a backup if uh-huh. whoever wasn't there. Um, they, you know, just didn't show up that day or whatever the case, like I'd be called in and I'd have to, yeah. but like, so I would do it pretty sparingly. They're uh, like, Doug, he's like, going to be gone cause he's drinking all day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. can you just step in? I think Adam, <laughs> yeah. Adam Sokol does yeah. work like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked at the same place. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, but like eight hours or however long of that, you're looking through a very specific lens of the world. Yeah. It's a very, you know, hateful lens. So yeah, walking out of there, you're like, man, everybody sucks. And you go out in the world and you're like, no, people are all right. Like yeah. that's just crazy in there. Do they have oh. some software that just kind of tabulates all of the comments together or do you have to go no. through the threads um, in the all of them. Just go just pick an article. Really? It, was, it, it doesn't <laughs> matter what the context of the article is, right? No. I mean yeah. basically you skim through the headlines and if I anytime Michelle Obama was mentioned, that's gonna be ripe for the picking. Oh yeah. wow. Uh, Obama that's so fucked up. And then that's any horrible. it was mainly racial things. Wow. So anytime there was any kind of like story that was gonna involve like Muslims or just any kind of minority, it was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. It's really horrible yeah. to think about the people out there who want to take a moment to spell out their hate literally yeah. on a keyboard. It's odd. Oh, it that was me so sad it, it for would, those people. Yeah. And, it, and the people, the victims of that yeah. shit. And I remember because, like, anytime something good would happen in the world, I would be upset because I was like, oh, it's going to be a busy day. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I remember when, like, gay marriage got passed or whatever, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to work a Saturday. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Because they would just go ballistic on yeah. those wow. days. Did you guys watch the Letterman show on Netflix? I haven't yet? seen it yet. I'm no, excited. It's, it's beautiful, and there's a huge, you know, a. It was just beautiful, and like my wife and I were watching, and Obama, whatever you think about him and his policies, like that is a beautiful family in all senses of right. the word. They're great people. Like we're watching it, and then we're just thinking, like, of this person that is now our president. It's just like this guy's such a pig compared to like the classiest family. Sure, uh, it was just like it's very upsetting in that. But way. there are still logical, intelligent conservative people yes that get a totally separate diet of news yeah and from their yeah. perspective yeah. uh obama's a horrible evil yeah. dude yeah. and uh, and trump is just crushing it like yeah. and it's just totally. if, if it, it the fact that there's such a disconnect in this country about look with the way people think yeah about, well they talk about that on the shows like the google algorithms and the news cycles and, yeah. the, and the different outlets that people the niche 
We live in a crazy time, guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We're going to turn the mic off. I think he's off. doing good. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he's doing a great job. I think you guys are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to turn the mics off and we'll figure this out with Anthony uh, for the rest of the evening. Sorry yeah, I can't think hear it. Our, this podcast is just going to become like, have you seen this show? <laughs> yeah. What about this show? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. Did We're, you hear what happened with this guy <laughs> over here? We're the This Is Us podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of podcasts, I did want to mention you have a great show, The Rad Dude oh, Cast. Thanks, man. You're still doing that. That yeah, one? yeah, right. Brendan Aaron, Greg Stone. Absolutely, I meant to, I meant to mention that. Uh, Is there anything? Um, no. I, I feel like we we got a lot more we could talk to you about because. Uh you you're an interesting dude and we spend a lot of time talking about like other things in the <laughs> it's world so funny yeah. i know three straight white males talked about sexual assault for 40 minutes I'm sure people are gonna be thrilled about that yeah um <laughs> is there something is there stuff that you want the people to know about or things that uh you'd like people to hear uh i just uh, buy my album dream occupation um that's really it uh otherwise you know thanks for listening yeah <laughs> Um, guys, uh, this has been our podcast today. Uh, if you have any comments or any thoughts about what we talked about, I'm dead serious. Email us, comics.table at gmail.com. I didn't know we had that email address. You never do, and I tell you every day. <laughs> I'm the worst um, co-host. But, uh, yeah, I'm checking those things, and we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear your thoughts. What is it, comics.table yeah, at gmail? I just don't want to hear anything negative about Michelle Obama's arms because no. she's a beautiful woman, no. and you need to respect the lady. And you know what? I think I know what the feedback might be. So when you do write in, let us know which women we should have on the show. Yeah, <laughs> we, we want to have great people on here, yeah. and uh, we're looking for feedback we we appreciate the people who listen yeah anyway uh i'm sweet p and i'm sweet t uh, come to our mic thursdays at the v spot and uh email us if you want to be on the lineup guys this has been the comics table have a great morning afternoon or night and have a nice life bye, bye.